Greg, uh, you're coming to the end of a wonderful chairmanship that you've had at AEO. In fact, today at the annual conference, you were recognized for your wonderful leadership that you've had over the past two years. Um, but why don't we why don't we take a step back and talk about those two years? I know you've been on the board. What, you, you're completing a two two year uh, a three year term. I guess your second three year term, um, and your final two years you serve as a board chair. So why don't you talk to us a little bit about um, how did you become the board chair? How does how does that process happen? And then we'll just we'll just go from there. Sure. Thanks, Dan. Uh, first, I want to say it's just been a great privilege to work with all of the AEO staff and also the AEO board members. Um, there's so many committed people around the board table who care so much about the organization, and I feel like we, we really worked as a team, and uh, you know we went through a lot in, in a lot of different ways, and uh, we hung in there, and, and we, we all made decisions for the best of the organization. Yes, yeah, so just I have been on the board for now six years, and about two... Two and a half years ago, the way the board chair uh, process has worked is that the board ch- selects the board chair. And so about six months before the board chair, uh, the prior board chair is out, um, we had a basically an election and, and folks were either nominated or self-nominated. And, you know, there were three different candidates. And so we just made a pitch among, amongst ourselves with the board and the, the board members chose who they wanted to lead the board forward. And then the nice thing about it was that then I then worked with the prior board chair, Dan Horvath, and sort of was in on conversations with him and the prior executive director, sort of, so I knew what was going on. So it wasn't just like, um, you know, I'm the board chair now and now I have to figure everything out. Basically, I'd done all my learning uh, when someone else was the chair, and I think that was a really good model, and, and I'm glad that we did that with you as well. Um, so the last two years uh, have been extremely challenging and rewarding at the same time and certainly didn't know what I was uh, signing up for uh, with becoming the chair. I mean, we had uh, a great strategic plan that we came up with, with a great process, getting lots of input from, from lots of different people. I'm very excited about how bold it is and and how it helps us all aspire to different things. Certainly, we had the leadership transition, which was extremely difficult um, and it's one of those hard things where you make choices and decisions that are on the best in the organization, and it's also a hard thing in the sense that um, it's a personnel situation, and so you can't talk about it with the members, even though you'd like to, and they'd all like to know. And so it's hard uh, when people feel like you're not telling them the whole story, then they they suspect something, and uh, you know that's not the case. It's just it's a legal matter that um, you know you you put yourself up to uh, potential liability if you talk about a personnel situation and, and legal situation. And so it's uh, my mouth had to be zipped, but I was getting lots of comments and questions from the membership about what's going on. And so it's very challenging. And, you know, it was a many-month process of discerning, the board discerning about how to handle the situation. And, you know, um, uh, given the circumstances, I think we did a wonderful job. I mean, it, it wasn't pretty, and I wouldn't wish this uh, on anybody, on anyone to go through themselves. But uh, when you get down to it, you realize this is just the time, and we happen to be the people in charge at the time, and we did what we needed to do to act responsibly and act in the best interest of the organization. And so um, while normally a board uh, member gives a couple hours a month to the, to the AEO, you know, we were meeting uh, for several months every week, several hours in addition in person and then also – uh, several hours of other emails and correspondence and so forth. And so, you know, we did this as volunteers, and uh, 
we didn't benefit or get paid from it, but uh, you know, it's just what you have to do. And everyone steps up when they need to. And and I was grateful to have a great team, uh, executive team, and whole board to uh, to go through that. So we're now we're on the other end of it. And uh, you know, I just we're looking up. And uh, Amy came on as a CEO last August, nine or ten months ago, and uh, she's just a fabulous leader. And she has a great experience with fundraising, association management. Uh, prior development experience and so she's the right person for the for the job and at the right time in the organization and so um, we are in a place of uh, ready to move forward and, and launch forward and, and she's the person to lead us there and uh, so we've made several really good uh, choices in the last several months to sort of position the organization for growth um, the board worked with Amy in terms of restructuring the staff and setting um, uh, new people that, to manage certain departments in the organization. The board has uh, made some commitments about um, who's going to be on the board. And while typically the the board has been primarily composed of executive directors of of microenterprise practitioners, and while all those people are great and add a lot, there's also perspectives that we don't have. And so that's we made the courageous decision to say, oh, we wanted to appoint about a quarter or a third of the board members. That may be from other kinds of things that may not want to go through the election. They might be a funder. They might be a corporate person or a political leader or something that would be a strategic reason for them to be on the board, but it's a little bit awkward or strange for them to sit through an election at the membership meeting. So that, along with the uh, changing the committee structure and empowering the staff to be in charge of those committees and not have the board members be there, um, you know, we've shifted away. The organization has shifted a lot, and so in the past... AEO was very a membership-run uh, organization because we only had a couple staff. That's all we could afford. And now that we've matured and gone through a different stage of growth, um, now we can have the staff do it, and the board can can be worrying about the big picture and the policy, which is what a board should be doing at this stage. And it was appropriate in the past that they were worrying they did help get the work done because that's how much staff we had. So it's just been a natural progression, and you know it's hard for everyone. To, to make change, uh, the board members, the, re- the members out there, but I think everyone understands it's the right thing to do, and we all just will take a little time to get it, get adjusted to it. And I think while all that was going on, um, you kept the um, the uh, the board calm. I think you, your your style was such that um, you engage all the board members, you kept them well informed. I think the, you did a great job working with the staff and really promoting the, the leadership. Uh, that we had on the staff. I think the last year we had a great conference. Um, you know, uh, it could have been a very difficult conference, but I think that under the circumstances, I think we had a really good conference. Uh, people were engaged. People were, were engaged with the board. Um, I think this year, I'll let you talk about this year because I think we, we've started off to a, a great uh, step here, with, of course, with Amy, with, with um, her, her great uh, presentation, presentation of other folks, and, and, and maybe talk about... Uh, some, an experience that we're expecting tomorrow. I'll let you announce that. Yeah, we're we're uh, extremely pleased to have Muhammad Yunus come to speak at the conference, um, Nobel Peace Prize winner, and um, it's just an amazing accomplishment that he's going to be able to come and he's prioritizing coming to, and making that connection between what he's accomplished and this great uh, award that's it's about him and the in the Grameen Bank, but it's also about the whole field. I think it really gives us the whole field credibility in saying. This is national, you know, globally recognized as an effective strategy to help empower people, to help people overcome poverty, and that this is a, a strategy that works. And so we can all take that 
uh, now as as a sort of on our resume, so to speak, to, to help funders and the, and the public know that this is a strategy that's effective, it's proven, has results, and uh, needs to be supported even more. So um, where do you go from here, Greg? Uh, you've, I know you. Uh, when you said you met, you were meeting on a weekly basis, you weren't joking. Um, and I know that uh, you you have been very involved. You went through a whole rebranding with your organization. Your your organization is growing dramatically. I know you're you're involved with the New Scale Initiative uh, that's out there. Um, and so where where does Greg go from here? Why don't you talk to us a little bit about that? Well, I'm not going anywhere. I'll always be a committed member to AEO, and I will will be glad to assist as helpful with institutional memory as that's necessary. But I think uh, it's healthy with boards to have rotation. And so I've been on for six years. It's healthy for me to rotate off, have someone else come on. We need to have a, you know, build leadership amongst the field. And and what we want to model to others is, is healthy organizations. And this is this is a part of it. So uh, I love AEO and I'm very committed to it. And I'll just be involved in a different kind of way. And so, of course, we'll be here at conferences and in other ways. And, you know, my organization at, in Asheville, um, you know, we continue to grow. And, you know, we always have funding issues like any other organization, but uh, we're really on a, in the same kind of upward trajectory in terms of recognition and funding and, and impact in the community. And so uh, there's just so many new challenges. And even being in the same job for the last 10 years, I feel like my job has changed every six months to a year over those 10 years, even though I have the same title, basically. And so, uh, you know, there's always new exciting things to do. And, uh, you know, um, I just feel very fortunate to be able to do this kind of work and a lot of people don't get to do work that they really believe in and also get paid for it at the same time. So I count it as an honor, and, and I'll always be there. One final comment and question for you. Um, first, it really seems like you're at peace. Uh, you're leaving AEO in a good position with a, with a fantastic uh, um, CEO and, and the direction the organization is going with the, with the plan. So I just want to comment that I, I think you're, you're at peace with, with this, and you know that AEO uh, is going to have bigger and better days. Uh, Secondly, what advice do you have for the new chair uh, coming in, who happens to be myself? <laughs> I am at peace at this, and uh, I'm excited because we do have such a great board, and I, you will be a wonderful chair, and the staff is great, and so we won't have any kind of bumps or transitions. And uh, so my advice is just uh, to, to be who you are, and uh, you're already a great leader in and of yourself, and so you'll just keep keep doing that, and you've proven yourself already with AEO as well as Community First Fund, and uh, so you'll uh, just be marshalling everyone, corralling them, uh, empowering them with their leadership, and uh, you know things go from there. And and there's just so much passion and talent in this field and on the board that uh, we'll have no no problem at all. And and uh, I look forward to seeing how it grow, and I look forward to taking a different perspective and just sort of being able to watch it and and uh, feel good about the, the part that I've had, had with it and also know, you know, it's, it's time for the next person to, to take it and we'll keep, keep it moving up from here. So. so, Dan, I want to turn the tables now and just uh, ask you about uh, what your hopes and expectations are here as coming on to be the board chair. Well, um, I guess my expectations are to continue to work with uh, Amy Luge. Uh, I think she has built a fantastic management team, um, and I think that I see the board and the staff really working much closer than we ever have 
uh, as you described earlier, the, the board members were engaged directly with the membership. Of course, we're part of the membership, so that's not going to stop. But it's going to provide those leadership opportunities for the staff to engage the, the membership directly. And so I think it's going to allow this, the uh, time for the board to work directly with the staff on the strategic plan. It's a very ambitious plan. And I think uh, the fact that we reorganized ourselves for that plan is the best step for us. So I, that's, that's what I, I plan to do for the next several years. Yeah, so what do you see specifically the, the key challenges or opportunities for the organization, both as a board and just for, the, for AEO in general? Well, I think we've had some quick successes already. I think the, the fact that um, one of the biggest things in the plan is succession planning, um, not just in our CEO but in the second uh, tier uh, is, are there two or three people that could be the CEO of the organization? I believe that today, because of those directors of finance, directors of marketing, director of, of development, that we we now have a deep bench. I don't want to forget. I don't want to forget our policy director as well, um, and of course our deputy director, which is Zuma. So today we have a much deeper bench uh, than, than we did before. Of course, Zuma stepped in and did a fantastic job. Um, but I think that today we're poised for the future. But there are other things on the membership side. I think we need to attract new folks into the movement. I think we, we're, we're an organization primarily of practitioners. Uh, we want to be able to attract um, many uh, more stakeholders into the movement, such as funders, which I think we do a great job, but we, we're trying to engage them in the NAC. We're trying to engage them, as you mentioned, on the board through the appointment process. Uh, we also want to engage the very entrepreneurs that we help and we serve into the movement and, and elected officials into the movement. So there's a whole series of stakeholders, I think, that are part of our movement, but we want to engage them and, and make them part of the organization itself. Any particular challenges or uh, worries on your mind as, as you step into this? Well, what I would say is um, we need to really understand our core competencies. I think we're at, we're at a pivotal point now. We've grown as an organization. We, we've proven we have a proven track record. But where we go next uh, is going to be very important and really understand what our strengths are and what our weaknesses are. And so as we engage those new initiatives for, for um, this organization, we're going to need to make sure that we either build the core competency or know that we have it um, and not just go after grants and really understand where we want to go in the future.